You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and this is Fantasy Football Rewind. You can check us out every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern. Joe Mixon remains in the league concussion protocol on Wednesday. He should only have one more hurdle clear before gaining clearance, but he was unable to do that last week before being ruled out for Week 15. He needs to pass the neurological test. Mixon is a day today ahead of the Christmas Eve date with the Lions. Giovanni Bernard would start again if Mixon can't go. Julio Jones is not practicing Wednesday. Coach Dan Quinn said Jones injured his ankle on the second play of Monday night's uh, victory over the Bucks, and Jones will be limited to the rest of the week, but he's fully expected to play in Sunday's week six showdown, week 16 showdown against the Saints. Alan Hearns back at the Jaguars practice. This could be big here, right? This will hurt a little bit of the Keelan Cole, D.D. Westbrook love. In his first action since suffering the high ankle sprain week 10, Hearns returns comes at a good time when Marquise Lee is uh, dealing with an ankle injury. So Hearns could step right in and be one of the three wide receivers uh, that will be jumping there. This is crazy. Jeff Fisher wants an NFL head coaching job in 2018. According to Arizona Sports, Mike Jarecki, ex-Rams coach Jeff Fisher, wants to get back into the NFL in 2018. It could be eyeing the Bears, Browns, and Colts job if they open. The ringers Mike Labate recently advised not to rule out Fisher getting another shot due to having a lot of contacts around the league in the NFL offices. Fisher played and coached for the Bears back in the 80s, but after the disaster run with the Rams and now seeing Sean McVay turning around in just one season, how the hell would anyone get fired up about Jeff Fisher? Right? How could he get fired up and seeing how bad he made that team in one year turned it all around? It's crazy. Leonard Fournette did practice today. That's big news. Get him back in a great matchup against San Francisco 49ers. Um, Steelers lead the NFL with eight Pro Bowl selections. Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown as Pro Bowl starters. And then you also had kicker Chris Baldwell, Ryan Shazier, the linebacker, Alejandro Villanueva, David DeCastro, and Maurice Pouncey. In the NFC, the Saints and Eagles had six starters each in their uh, preseason, in their big uh, all-star Pro Bowl. You guys get fired up about it? I don't. I don't get it. Hunter Henry hit the IR with a kidney injury. He'll uh, be hurting there. So we'll take a quick break, come back with more Fantasy Football Rewind. On the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
cannot resist the beat. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. Guess what? If you're in a championship game and you were able to hang on and get through without Ezekiel Elliott, you're getting it back. And are you fired up? It's going to be a big move. Like, there's no hesitation. There's no thought. Oh, it's the first game back. No, it's a championship of your fantasy. And you got a top five player. You just throw him in there. And you go for it, right? You go for it. There's no other way around it. And I always say this. Don't confuse the result with the decision. You got to go and make sure that you know how to get it done. Because that's the whole key that's the whole key so get yourself fired up get Ezekiel Elliott back in your lineup and you'll become a man here are the auto experts hello YouTube this is the fantasy executive Corey Parson this is Wall Street Matt Modica I am Greg Sussman and welcome inside Studio 34 here in Midtown Manhattan. We're getting you ready for the playoffs this weekend. And if you are in the playoffs and you have made it to your fantasy championship and you've had Ezekiel Elliott all along, well, you know what? Bravo goes to you. Zeke returns from his six-game suspension this week. He is back at the ranch in Arlington. He is ready to rock. We're at the star in Frisco now. You know, that Valley Ranch uh, no you're more. You're right. I'm it's sorry. It's a star in Frisco. Well, he's back in Dallas. He's back in Big D. Yeah. For Jerry He's back Jones. in the country, actually. That's right. He's he's back in the, the country. Zeke is back, uh, and he's back for your fantasy teams, most importantly. Corey, 
Do you have an Ezekiel Elliott anywhere? I got Left. Ezekiel Elliott in my lineup, locked and loaded, ready to rock and roll versus Steve Gallo in the Flex PPR Championship this week. So, yeah. How have you survived? How have I survived? I didn't. I just happened to get into the playoffs, okay. to be honest with you. I mean, I won. I had a seven-game winning streak. Oh, the Kareem Hunt team. Then I had a six-game losing streak. Right. I got into the playoffs. And Kareem Hunt put up two. Kareem Hunt put up two big weeks. So your team rides and dies with Kareem Hunt, basically. But now it has Ezekiel Elliott to add to that. Yes, so you know what I'm saying? Got yes, that two back set going again. So I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, the matchup. He's at home, so you know, home cooking. Obviously, in Big D. Now, when you look at the Seattle Seahawks defense, I mean, this is a team that just gave up 40 points last week, and they let a running back and Todd Gurley run all over them. Ezekiel Elliott and the Dallas Cowboys should use that same blueprint to go ahead and beat up on them this week. Do you have Ezekiel Elliott anywhere, Matt? I have him in the Staten Island League. Do you have him in the Staten Island League? And you've survived, you have survived, you have flourished without Ezekiel Yeah, Elliott. I was kind of laughing on Twitter the other day. People were like, well, I'm so glad I kept, uh, I'm so glad I had Ezekiel Elliott for my third place. Uh, Constellation game, yeah. I'm like, no. I saw a lot of that too, actually. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm more than happy to roll him out there. Look, I was I saw Sunday night as everybody else did. They showed some pictures of him training in in uh, Mexico. Yeah. Shout out to Zeke because my training would have been tequila and tacos. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to Roman. This Seahawk team is the defense is bruised and battered. Yep. So this is you sure what Todd Gurley did last week. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's putting up 45. And I know he might not have his lineman, uh, Tyron Smith, might not be there. But Zeke is an uber talent. Mm-hmm. Like when you were watching the, like the first couple of weeks when Dallas was struggling, and you've seen some plays where they did open up holes. And guys got to say eight or ten yards. Yeah. Where if it was Zeke, that's maybe 40, or he takes it to the house. He, Zeke, Zeke cribs a lot of those runs. Matter of fact, also what Zeke gives you in the screen passing game, Zeke can always take one of those to the cribs. He was catching more passes before the, before he went out, you know, due to suspension. So I just think Zeke's in a good spot right now. You got the suspension behind him. You got the team at full strength. So you got, you got to, they got to win these two games. He should see the ball between – 25 and 30 times this week. Yeah, and the one thing I think that's not being said is the mental state that having Zeke gives to Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. It, it relaxes Prescott. He knows he has, he knows he has his man. His, his you know, these two together. Zach, uh, Dak doesn't have to try and do it all. He can turn to Zeke. And what is Dallas? What's Dallas's deep best defense? Ezekiel Elliott running the football, killing the clock. Now here's the thing. The chunk plays come back to the offense, too. You can't go on 14, 15 play drives because it's going to be a penalty. You're going to put yourself behind the chains at some point. When you put Ezekiel Elliott back, you can get a 15, 20-yard run. That's the thing that's been missing from the offense. Ezekiel Elliott puts that right back in there. All right, so here's the, here are the obvious questions coming to Ezekiel Elliott. We opened up the show talking about Aaron Rodgers and the long layoff and holding on, holding yeah. on, holding on. He got one game out of him. Ezekiel Elliott, if you hold, held on through this entire up-and-down season of his and wound up holding on through the entire six-game suspension, is he going to come back on Sunday and be Ezekiel Elliott? That is the question all he, fantasy owners have. Only thing that I can guarantee fantasy owners right now is that he is going to touch the football at least 25 times. So that's that my next question, right? Is he going to get the Ezekiel Elliott workload that we are all used to where he's touching it 25, 30 times This is the a game. team that's trying to get sneak into the playoffs. They know that that's their best player. That's a proven fact right now. They're going to feed him and continue to feed him the football. You have said on many occasions that Ezekiel Elliott is a player that works himself into shape. Now, I saw all the videos that Matt's talking about, about down in Cabo and how, how great he looks. He's running on the beach and he's ripped and he's in the best shape of his life at this point in 
in the year at any time in, in his life. Blah, 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 I get all that. He did look leaner and stuff. He, he, he did look yes, really good. Not denying any of that. But looking leaner is a little bit different than football shape. No right? doubt. Than getting hit week in and week out and building and building upon that. Is he some is because he hasn't played football in six weeks, can he handle that workload? I you're think he can about? handle that workload and I think you'll see it more in the fourth quarter. As they're trying to grind down the clock, I think Ezekiel Elliott starts beating up on that Seattle mm-hmm. Seahawks defense. What about what about the flip side? He hasn't played in six weeks. He's got fresh, fresh legs. legs. These guys have been getting beaten and bruised and pounded on each week. And he comes in kind of rejuvenated. Yeah. And, and you gotta think he's pissed off. Yeah. You know, he's basically the Cowboys, if they had Zeke are probably in the playoffs. So he's got a chance <clears throat> he's got a chance to really do something and I I'm excited that he's on my team this week. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad to have him this week. I roll him out there with Kareem Hunt that that backfield. So yeah, I'm throwing him out there and as far as the thing, good job by him too. You know, with the with what the NFL did to him. You know, very smart. I don't know who got with him to go ahead and make a documentary of what he did this six weeks. Probably Maverick Carter. Telling telling his side of the story, getting that information out. Uh, you know what, Ohio State, you're right, so it probably was Maverick Carter. Telling his side of the story, getting his information out to NFL and Roger Gale. They don't want that information out there. So good job for him. For They silenced him. He went his own route to go ahead and put his message out well, there. Well, I'll say this, why it was really nice. Right, it was really good of Ezekiel Elliott because over the last six weeks, he didn't wasn't on Twitter. He, he was, or maybe he wasn't on Twitter. I don't follow him. But like, he didn't make headlines. He, no. he was gone for six weeks making this documentary, working his tail off to get better. And that's now the story after the six weeks, yeah. right? I do want to throw this out there, though. Ezekiel Elliott comes back, but there's a good chance from what I've seen, maybe, maybe you're seeing things differently, Corey, that Tyron Smith's not going to play this week. And he left last week's game uh, with any injury. There's, a, there's no ACL damage. There's no MCL damage. But that knee has not been right for Tyron Smith all season long. What does that do to the Cowboys' offense? We had said previously, Matt, that, all right, if you have Ezekiel Elliott out, Tyron Smith out, I mean, it's a disaster for Dallas. You get Zeke back, but you might not get Tyron Smith back. I'm still happy to have Zeke back. I think Zeke is that talent. Look, it's not optimal. Yeah. I would love to have Smith as well. But you're getting, as Corey said, he's going to touch the ball 25 times. I say at least 20. I'll, I'll I'll put that bar there. This is it. The Cowboys know it's you know win or you're done. The season's over. So I'm still I'm still excited. I, I, I would be even more excited if he had Smith. But I I just think and it's the defense that he's going up against right now. Once a vaunted defense, one that you feared. The Legion of Boom is pretty much on the IR. Wagner, is, I don't. Is, is, even if he did play this week, is he the, is beat, he the they same guy? In, they got you. You got turmoil inside that locker room again. So they're in a tough spot. Uh, Dallas has the win out. So you know, not having Tyron Smith is is a thing. Speaking of not having Tyron Smith, he's another one of those dudes we talked about yesterday. He's just, he's too big. To, to, for his body to be like that. The only person I've seen at that size that can really be healthy all the time is LeBron James. Other than that, these dudes are too big to always be healthy. You feel what I'm saying? Look how big your bones and body is. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be painful when something And then you're kind of awkward, too. You feel what I mean? When you're that big like that. Sure. The, um, you're less awkward when you got that kind of money, though. Yeah. <laughs> are you more, better looking too? Are yes. you more apt to play Dak Prescott now? I know you've talked about how much uh, safer he is with Zeke. Are you apt to play him this week in your final? I'm still going to be a little apprehensive with Dak. I'm hoping there's there's been there's some other options out there. You got the fold, 
Uh, Bortles has another good matchup, right? San Francisco. Bortles against San Francisco, yep. So Although their secondary has played better. Though, uh, so if you have better options, I'm going to look for a better option. If I had to, I would. I have Cam and Dak, but it's Cam all the way for me this week. So I, I, I agree. I, you brought up Blake Bortles. I think that's an interesting one. Would you rather start Dak Prescott or Blake Bortles this week? I'm going back to Dak this week. Okay. Remember what Dak was when Ezekiel Elliott, the first half of the year, I believe Dak was quarterback three in fantasy. It just slows the game down so much for him. You bring that play action back. You bring that misdirection back. And that's the offense that Dak is comfortable working in. He's comfortable working in that offense. He was putting up top quarterback numbers, you know, as far as fantasy mm-hmm. goes. So I'll go back to Dak Prescott this week. Yeah, no, it's not, uh, before Zeke had suspended, Dak was entrenched as a top five yep. QB. And then the bottom fell out. Yes. <laughs> literally. Was it really literally? Well, let's fell see. Fell to the bottom of the NFC. Uh, if you, well, if you Washington check, lives there. Well, sorry, the Giants are there now. If you check the Good link, for them. <clears throat> he has Dak number seven. He does. He, he Jake Seeley, the all-in kid, he's got Dak number seven this week. That is ahead of Ben Roethlisberger against Houston, which I think is really, really interesting. Uh, again, ahead of Blake Portals. Jake, Jake is going to put him over road, Ben. Yes, for sure. Um, ahead of Blake Portals and ahead of Matthew Stafford. Getting a lot of questions. I would go Phillip Rivers over Dak this week. I can see that. We're getting a lot of Matthew Stafford questions. We're going to get to that coming up next hour in regards to Nick Foles uh, as well. That's been the, probably the most common question I've had early this week. Has been with a, Matt sorry. Stafford. You wonder who's a nice starter? I mean, Jake has him as a QB1 because he's number 12. Your boy Case. Case Keenum. It's your boy. Against this Green Bay. I think he's the first uh, Vikings quarterback I tweeted. I, re- I retweeted yesterday since like Dante Culpepper or somebody to have multiple touchdowns in four straight. Look what this guy's done. Keenum is balling. Keenum is balling. Has been all season long. Yeah, I mean, he had the coach bone. You know, the coach bone treatment. You can't lose. <laughs> if you lose, you're gone. Remember the he Titans. He demands perfection. Yes. Of course, it was my favorite oh, movie. Yeah. Oh, Me Too is one of my favorite movies yeah, also. Yeah. I thought it was like two of them. I had to stop watching. I, I, can quote, oh, really? I can quote every line from that yeah, movie. I, yeah, four, fourth quarter. Fourth, fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Get I the lo- damn ball, Petey! <laughs> I love Remember the Titans. Oh, my God, I love it. I actually went up like, researching Remember the Titans, like going into like, their real history, what was different between Kennedy's, the history and the movie. Kennedy's, Kennedy's pop-pop was, went to that school, T.C. No, Williams. T.C. Williams, uh-huh. really? Yeah. That is very interesting. He probably was there doing that era, too. Learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We're going to look at the king, Scott Angle, uh, and see what oh he Lord. has to say in his sports. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around. More runaway experts going. Stay tuned for more on Fantasy Football Rewind. Right here, part of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, bringing you the best and the brightest from all day. Right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand or better yet in the pocket of your khakis well check it out now you can it's the fantasy sports radio network app download it now to your phone we promise no weird viruses no strange tracking things just 24 hours a day seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head it's the fantasy sports radio network app 
Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Rewind show on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Pro Bowl selections were announced today. Uh, do you get fired up about this? It's probably one of the games that people don't get excited about, right? I, I don't even know what way you could make football play an extra game and make it work that we get fired up. The NBA has got a new uh, interesting where they pick teams. The two captains pick teams. Here are the guys from the Fantasy Football Frenzy, which you can hear on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern. Got the goons in the house, YouTube Live, FNTSY on YouTube. Get down with the Fantasy Frenzy Goon Squad. Everybody checking in on the check-in, 844-843-6879. Oh, I'm about to to say, why just to look like the same page? I was watching the video from Rotobacks in the morning this morning, and I clicked on that by accident. We should be live now. Matt, you got, you got to turn your microphone on. I know, I know. <laughs> Who's that fat DJ guy? Who is this guy? DJ Khaled? Maybe, I don't know. He's in the air. Yeah, that yeah that's DJ Khaled. Okay. He's pretty- By the way, Corey, somebody came back with the, the whole Nick Foles thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, don't tell me people don't sit week 16. Tony Dungy sat Peyton Manning the entire second half. Okay, that was Tony Dungy who's an idiot. One example <laughs> over a decade ago. And look what happened. It ruined things for them. Tony Dungy is a child of God. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to use that line. So hey, no, let me tell you. Some of these comments in this YouTube, you'd be like, oh, man. Sometimes I'll be looking at this. I'll be like, well, I won't. well excuse me. <laughs> We went out there to get some, to uh, get my beverage just now, and that mean lady Juliana, I think she saw my homegirl bring me the beverage, so I might have to. They were probably gonna take my card, and I'm gonna give them five dollars and eighty-five cents. Yeah, I'm about to get Joe Lisi. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Lisi. Shout out to everybody. Uh, DJ, you should know DJ Khaled though. All I do is win, win, win. One of the more oh, popular ones. I yeah. mean, I see him on all these ads and stuff. Yeah, he's a popular dude now. DJ Khaled like really came up. You know what I'm saying? Jake, you a DJ Khaled guy? I'm not like a fan or not a fan. He's okay, decent. He's just, whatever. I, I actually I always thought his name was Khalid until I heard it pronounced Khaled. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, well, yeah, because like, when Khalid I first, well. when he first came, yeah, when he first came out, I saw it, and I think it, there's a, like a similar sports name or something like that. And I thought it was Khalid. Oh yeah, there's some similar names in the world of sports. Ah, oh, there you go, Don Burns, another one. Speaking of Matt. Is this the slowest winter meet? Well, Matt, the winter meetings are over. Is this the slowest offseason you've seen in a long time? I noticed that, like, too. Nothing's happened. Yeah, no, it has been pretty uh, boring. And, look, I, I know the Otani thing, that was a surprise you went to the Angels. But I'm happy you went to the Angels. I don't understand why the Angels, at this point, are just, having, just trying to go all out for Darvish. But, yeah, very slow and kind of boring. Do the Angels have money? Artie Moreno is, like, one of the wealthiest men in the world. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Shout out to Artie. <laughs> <laughs> I More than the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. I feel bad for the Mets. No, I don't. Not really. No, you should. You should feel bad. 
Why? Because their ownership should have been forced to sell that team like three, five years ago. And now, if yes. you're dealing with bad ownership, yeah. that that is, I don't like that. Because I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm on full ban mode until mm. something changes. I don't like that because the ownership. I mean, I'm a Nick fan. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing you could do about ownership. You know, it's, it's that's just it's just. You can. You can stop going to the games. You can stop buying merchandise. You can stop buying tickets. It's the only. And it's it's the sad thing is until enough people do it, you're not going to get the impact. The thing, and, it, I, and I agree with that, Jake. That the problem is with that with Madison Square Garden right there in Midtown Manhattan. So many people taking clients there and stuff like that. Yeah, it's the corporate yeah. stuff that they have. You yeah. sell out. Those oh, seats I and the boxes. Yep. No, I'm saying it's, it's, but it would be easier for Mets fans. It's, yeah, you know, it's in Queens. It's one of the outer boroughs. I, I did right. thoroughly enjoy when I worked on Wall Street. We had the skybox for yeah. Madison Square Garden. We had it for all the events. Nice. So it wasn't just like Knicks or Rangers. It was concerts. You get to go to every. See what I'm saying? That's the thing. That's the appeal of Madison Square Garden. I refuse that's what to makes it circus, so though. different. But when I went to Barclays Center last week, that's where like the common fan, because it don't cost... Seven hundred dollars to go to the damn ball. The Islanders Center. are leaving too. They're going to uh, was it Belmont? They're or going back to Long Island where they yeah. was at. Yeah, so they can be even cheaper out there. But Madison Square Garden's ridiculous. The price. Of Wait, these did the Islanders tickets. just move? They went there for like two years, I think. And was it even two years? Yeah, two I seasons? Don't know. It's probably like two seasons or something. But yeah, it's Manhattan prices. I mean. Exactly. You should see the size of my apartment. You got to pay that. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. You got to pay that Manhattan tax. No meal that I eat. And I'm talking about, I live in Harlem, so the Manhattan tax extends uptown, too. <laughs> I don't eat a meal that's less than $10. You feel what yeah, I'm saying? No, that's yeah. a, like, <laughs> Every meal is $9.98. I'm like, geez. People are like, Five Guys is expensive. I'm like, anyway, you eat, <laughs> unless you're getting, like, you know, a $3 knish, that's yeah. pretty much about it. That's it, for Which real. I think I'm going to do, because it smelled like knishes out there today. Oh, really? And I walked over there. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. I'm just sick of paying ten dollars for food every time when you open your mouth. Nine ninety eight, sir. <laughs> Devontae Freeman is your running back for this weekend. PPR, Jake. I like that. Son running real hard. He gets the matchup on the road versus the Saints, though. I would figure that is, that that Zeke and Hunt would have been higher than Freeman. Why you got Freeman at four? And what PPR again? It's PPR. He only catches Zeke only catches two or three passes. Okay. I'm gonna have to yell, Jake. PPR. I just asked it. It's just stop asking me about three and four and five. You're it's all the same. Guys. All right, cool. Do yeah. we think that Kareem Hunt gets twenty plus touches once again? He got I mean, to. They win in ball games right. now. They win in ball well, games. He's got now. like what fifty nine over the last yeah. two weeks. So hopefully. my my thing is, you put the ball in Hunt belly, you start getting W's again. You I would keep that rolling. Yeah, yeah, I would keep that rolling if I'm Andrew Reed. They got the Dolphins if this week too. To, if you have to bench a Freeman or Zeke. You shouldn't even be asking us anything because I don't know what you're playing in a 16 league. I don't know what you're doing. No, I have to. I have the guy I'm facing in that online championship playoff where I yeah. had the most points and the best record. He got Zeke back this week. He's got uh, Melvin Gordon and Kenyon Drake. Yeah, I had a I had a Zeke team. Um, I had a Zeke team with Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, but, but that didn't work out. Alvin Cook would have been. Yeah, that's some that's some lady tweet me last night and asked me. She said, "I'm waiting for your rankings because I need to. I'm starting Bell, but I need to bench one out of Zeke, Ingram, and Kamara." Like, that, wow! Get, get at, like, do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> They're all going to score nicely, ma'am. So go ahead and do what you want. Okay, so Jake, so I'll do that. I actually bought some of your sleepers this week, and then I'll get Matt's opinion on them too. I, I want to uh, ask him about the cat. Ear thing that they're fried up cat ear. What's that, Jake? What's the fried up cat ear? 
That thing I saw. All, all, the, all, all the poor <laughs> translations from Japanese to American. Yo. <laughs> some of those are terrific. Yeah. No, I've seen some in my neighborhood. Like, you know, they, I couldn't even put one of the best ones. <laughs> it'd be like they put somebody put on the door. Oh, this is my old neighborhood. Somebody, I need to take a trip up there today. I need to see somebody. <laughs> Nobody put a nope. note on the door. It said, thank you kindly, but it was spelled thank you kindly. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's there was crazy. One, there was actually one down here that said, we not closed. <laughs> so, so, like, yes. just, I guess you're open then. <laughs> yeah, open would have been fine. Yeah, now, So, but the best one is the one under Martavis Bryant. It's blank the duck. Like the duck until exploded. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the, the one on the CJ Anderson is pretty good, number two. Whatever. I'll have the whatever. <laughs> uh, you got Devin Funches, Jake, as a sleeper this week. I wouldn't We're really. Going high end sleepers. Yeah, that's what I'm 16. saying. That's what I'm saying. But I, I, I guess I, I, coming I, off I the bad game, that, right? Yeah, and I preface that. If you see, there's some deeper ones I put in italics underneath all the sleepers because this, this is week 16. You're not, you're not going out mm-hmm. there looking for a Tyler Lockett. You shouldn't, like, the most teams that got some of these guys on it, those teams have probably been taken from you already. You feel what I'm saying, Matt? Yeah. yeah. Had a poor performance last week, but for the most part, the kid really balled out this year. It was, yeah. I missed I, I missed on Goodwin, and I missed on uh, Funches. I'll be honest with you. I missed on Goodwin, and I missed on Funches yeah, when the, they were on the waiver wire. Because I was holding on. I think Thompson put 107 on him. That was crazy. I saw that, and that's, you got that in the write-up, too. But um, yeah. I missed on Funches when he hit the wire. I missed on Goodson when he hit the wiver, and I and I blame Corey Davis because if I wasn't holding on to Corey Davis, I would have had a chance to drop somebody and go pick up one of these other wide receivers, Matt. But when you look at Funches, overall, I think a very good season. He comes back next year. I think he's going to be a guy the fancy owners are going to look at. I'm not. I, I hate to guess rounds this early, but I would say he's going to be in that five, six, seven range, Devin Funches. I'm I'm going to be interested. He's the number one receiver there. Cam likes him. You've seen the targets week in, week out. <clears throat> so, yeah, no. I, I I wasn't a believer in the uh, preseason, but once I saw the target consistently uh, going his way, I bought in. He bought in. You guys got to buy in on Fantasy Football Rewind. We'll be right back with more on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sicano. Check us out every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product.
everyone, my name is Tony Cicada. We're back, better than ever. Coming up next is a replay because it's three o'clock in the morning. But I, <laughs> you gotta love that, right? You gotta get fired up. So here are the guys back with Corey Parson, Matt Modica, and Jake Silly. But I did. If we was to do like, I wouldn't can, like. Is it a team? Is it some kind of award that we can give to Devin Funches? Waiver wire uh, receiver, not like whatever. Like him and like Nelson Aguilar were two guys. Maybe like prior to the start of the season, post hype sleepers, huh? Wait, the post hype sleeper award, Jake Funches and uh, Aguilar can share it. Are they both three thirty year wide receivers? I, I know I think, Aguilar is. I think Aguilar might be. I think uh, Funches is the season behind Aguilar's Aguilar. Break, I say Aguilar is more of a breakout. Okay, more of a breakout for Aguilar than a post hype sleeper. He got a good matchup this week too. I would start Aguilar this week. I might see if I can block uh what's homeboy name? Steve Gallo. If Steve Gallo team is loaded, I can't block him from yeah, doing nothing. Going out there to pick <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to block him and up picking up people that he not gonna play anyway because everybody on his damn lineup is already good. I hope he don't score two hundred this week. I'm gonna try my best to beat that son of a gun. You should though. go with the Mike Cardano offense, the three tight ends. The three tight end set. <laughs> pick up Ricky Seals, pick up the legend and see what I can get done with that. So that's where we stand at right now. I'm checking the link. Uh, 844-843-6879. I get ready to head out to another break. When I come back, I want to go through some of the NFC Pro Bowl. Let's look at some more of this stuff in the link. I want to talk about some running back sleepers for week 16 that the All-In Kid has written up. Let you know who the NFC wide receivers, not the wide receivers, the NFC. Talk about the NFC and AFC running backs. I don't really think it's nobody that we can have too much of a beef with in that. Telephone lines are open right now, 844-843-6879. Make sure, make sure them joints are open for me, please, sir, so we can talk to the goons right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. There he is, the guy, absolutely getting it done. Oh, Jake Seeley, the man, the myth, the legend, the all-in kid, also the host of On Target Fantasy, which you can hear 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. God, it's getting it done, man. On and off the field. You got to get it done no matter where you got, right? In life. Here, back to the guys. People in here rocking with us on the Google Can I ask you a question real quick? Certainly, Matt Medico. What if Greg Sussman loses because his opponent starts Joe Flacco? That would be, that'd be very painful. Greg will, never, Greg will never look at Joe Flacco the same again. That's, that, that's what makes you... That's a horrible way to lose. That's what make you want to, like... That's what make you, like... Feel about people the way I feel about Jared Cook. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Todd Gurley, Alvin Kamara, and Mark Ingram, NFC running backs. Gurley's the starter. Mark AFC. Ingram. Yep. Okay, I was just clarifying. Yep. And it was just I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah, they got they put both of them in. They got both Saints running backs. The first time in 60 years that's been the case. Um. I know they was doing the Pro Bowl 60 years ago. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, in all honesty, I think Zeke deserves to be there because he was so valuable to that I team. told you one of my leagues, I looked at the waiver wire, and the first name up there was Ezekiel Elliott. And I'm like, first of all, why? who cut him, number one? And number two, why does he still have more points than everybody else? <laughs> and he ain't played in six damn weeks. Um, AFC running oh, backs. problem with those three. Yeah, that, that's fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, like, and Zeke had that suspension. He would have been there. Well, not even Zeke. I mean, Jordan Howard's got m more rushing yards, but he's been way too inconsistent. So you can't really argue those three. AFC, Le'Veon Bell. Excuse me, Le'Veon Bell. I've LaShawn McCoy, and uh, I forgot. Is it Shady? 
Le'Veon Bell, LaShawn McCoy. Oh, wow. Kareem Hunt. Who am I missing? Kareem Hunt. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Kareem Hunt. That's the mm. three. Le'Veon Bell I would Bell give it to Shady over Gordon for the fact that at least Gordon has Phillip Rivers and a Keenan Allen. It's pretty much Shady versus the world. I can dig that. Melvin Gordon and Shady was close one, Jake. Yeah, I can see going Gordon that one. I think I think it's just telling us the running back position needs to be four deep, especially if you're talking about the Pro Bowl anyway. True. You really yeah, want right. to rely on only three running backs, but – uh, I could I could see making a case for Gordon. I think if you look at it, I think he's got a few more yards and he's got more touchdowns, but barely. But yeah, again, the same thing. He's got a better offense to play behind. This you could go either way with this argument. I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. No. He could go yeah. either way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Le'Veon Bell. He could make it anyway because Le'Veon Bell could very well be playing in the. I Super mean, Bowl. honestly, if you want to boot anybody out, I mean, you know how much on this show we love Kareem Hunt, but. He had that downfall because of Andy Reid, but yep. he had the downfall. Like at least Gordon and, or, and yeah, uh, McCoy continued throughout the entire year. He still in those weeks four to twelve, those nine games, he yeah. averaged eleven point seven. You know those points. Yeah, but we're not like talking. Was, fan, we're no, talking but I know. Yeah, I know. But it's it wasn't like he just totally fell off and did absolutely nothing. It was. It was more of I don't know. It wasn't Pro Bowl type numbers, but you have somebody that you can blame for it. But still, a very impressive season. For the uh, for the rookie out of Toledo, Mr. Kareem Hunt. So he's been doing. He's been getting the yeah for the most part. He got it done when we lost him for that stretch. Um, it was because of Andy Reid. So, so hopefully Andy Reid is not coaching the program. Well, he's not calling them. Uh, he's not calling the players. We still haven't. We still have got to the two problems that I have, Corey. I'm trying to figure them out. Where okay? I'll tell you what. It was a quarterback and a tight end. All right. So let's go with the. T- uh, you you said you was cool with the AFC tight ends. So it must be yeah. the NFC tight ends. The NFC tight ends are. Oh, I see what he's got. He's Zach got Ertz and Jimmy Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham does not deserve to be in there over Evan Ingram, and has nothing to do with being a homer. Those touchdowns. Look at his yards. This is Hunter Henry of last year. This is uh, absurd, especially the last two weeks. No, I'll, I'll agree with Jake on that, and I'm assuming you have a problem with uh, Drew Brees being the. Uh, I think it should be Cam Newton. No, I don't really have that big of a problem with the NFC ones. I, 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 Cam oh, Newton's you said you had the quarterback in the. In, in yeah, the, the quarterbacks in the AFC. Oh, okay. what do you think about Cam Newton in the NFC? I would, I would have put him over Drew Brees. Both of them, if you want to. And this is another one. They've yeah. both been inconsistent. Drew Brees has been inconsistent because he doesn't need to pass touchdowns. Cam Newton has been inconsistent because he's Cam Newton. Oh, you know what? Carson Wentz is going to be replaced. Cam Newton will probably take Carson Wentz spot. Huh. That that you if know, he well, it's usually like the sixth quarterback who wants to be getting there because yeah. like, everybody says, "Oh, I'm not going pass over." That's true yeah, too. You know what? Did you? They should put Case Keenum in that joint. I, you he might get in. in. Yeah, I'd put Case Keenum in that spot. I mean, if he might not... get Nick Foles in there too. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that would be oh, great. Oh Lord, please no. <laughs> They're not, not. I mean, well, hopefully they, You know, I mean, Case Keenum could be playing in the Super Bowl. Hopefully he's not. Hopefully Dak Prescott. They'll be hosting the Jaguars. How great, how great would that be? <laughs> they should they should replace Wes with Foles, and then you could have Golf Foles and Keenum all in the Pro Bowl. That'd be, that, that would be – I would take a picture of that. AFC quarterback. <laughs> or, there you go. Let's get to it. Let's see. AFC. Why can't – You think they'd make so Jeff Fisher coach fun. that team? They should make Jeff Fisher coach the team. <laughs> AFC. I can tell you who the three quarterbacks are. Tom Brady, Phil Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. If I say somebody has to be left out of this group, it would be Tom Brady. No. He's leading the NFL in passing. Yeah, no, not even close. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger probably second, but the first one, River shouldn't be there for despite his mm-hmm. license, like late run. He did nothing in the first half, similar to the Robbie Anderson. The Alex Smith not being here is the most egregious I thing. Agree. I agree with Jake. Trouble. This is bat-ass crazy that he's not here. 
He's the leading like he's the leading quarterback in rating this year. If you look at his numbers, they're not that far from Tom Brady. And the fact you have Ben Roethlisberger who can't play on the road and Philip Rivers who didn't show up for the last four or five games of the season just till now, like this is so stupid. I'm in full agreement. I think that makes sense too. I hate to give Alex Smith props. I want. I think that's one of the biggest things this offseason is where, the, what team is Alex Smith quarterbacking next year? Because he's not going to be. Nobody's Kansas talking City. about that either. Everybody's talking about like you know Garoppolo and where's Kirk Cousins go and all this other stuff. Nobody's talking about what you just said. Nobody's talking about where Alex Smith is going to end up. Who who can use a, a a game manager extreme? The Colts. What do we think? Andrew Luck, the man. The backup Luck, just in case Luck can't return. Andrew Luck probably going to have another surgery and might miss next season. I don't think he ever plays a game for the Colts again. You think it's over? Man, probably a smart move, though. Man, but the, the problem is, it's like, he, Alex Smith is, you said, though, game manager. He's not transcendent. He's not taking that team Mm-mm. to the playoffs because they have too many other issues. The Colts don't make sense. They would need somebody right at the doorstep then. I think Washington's crazy if they don't lock up Bob Kirk Cousins. I have a feeling they're not going to. I go. I've, I've seen that franchise in action for years. I can <laughs> definitely see them not going, not not, not and doing. Send Alex Smith to Arizona. That game manager will, situation. Will, will you bring, you bring Fitz back, back for another, another year. You get David Larry Johnson Fitzgerald back. Sign an extension. <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, I thought yeah, no. he has that. You know, the, the, yeah. perfect quarter, yeah, that's yeah. perfect pass catch uh, combo. All right, Don Burns gonna start yelling at me. Let me get to the phones. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Andrew is in Miami. What up, Andrew? Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. How's Chilling. everybody? Good morning. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing good. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm in the championship. Just a couple of lineup questions. Good job. Um, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Couldn't have done it without you guys. Appreciate the help. Thank Appreciate you, what you guys do. So. Um, Need to pick two receivers for my 10-team standard league. I have Michael Thomas, Doug Baldwin, Golden Tate, and Tyreek Hill. I would go Michael Thomas and Tyreek Hill. I'm with Corey on that. Sweep it. Okay. Yeah, done. Sweep, Sweep it. No doubt right. about that, uh, Andrew. Sounds good. Just uh, one more. Uh, quarterback. I went with Phillip Rivers yesterday. He tried to get me kicked out of the playoffs. <laughs> good, good for you for um, Yeah, so, I mean, he's got a great matchup this week. I uh, could roll him out, but I have also Dak Prescott on my bench. And on the waiver wire, I have hmm, probably nothing better. Jameis Winston, Flacco, Tyrod Taylor. The yeah. Flag, yeah the flag, don't do the Flacco. So what do you guys think? Just go back to Rivers? I would go Dak. I'm going to go Rivers here. I think both of these are going Dak, but I'd go Rivers. Well, you got all in, kid. I give Dak the slight edge. Dak's numbers with and without Ezekiel Elliott are actually quite <laughs> astounding how much better he is with Ezekiel Elliott. Des is mm-hmm. too. Yep. Yeah, I was using Dak in that little run where he was, you know, doing great, getting 25, almost 30 points a game with Dak right before this expansion. you probably get another week like that coming back this week, um, uh, Andrew. All right. Well, again, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Take care. Good thank, luck thank in your you, guys' uh, fantasy teams. Yeah, good luck to you too, Andrew. Eight four four eight four three six eight. What's so funny, Jake? <laughs> Look at Joseph Garcia's comment in the oh, chat <laughs> about the caller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Um, I, I, that's it was very monotone, but it's still a fantasy champion. He's a champ, not a chump. 
and they're going to come back with a little fantasy football rewind on the fantasy sports Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome products. My name is Tony Cicada. We are here getting it done. Are you getting it done? Are you excited? Let's get back to the guys who get it done. Every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 Eastern, the fantasy football. It's my, it's my man Marty in Canada. What up, Marty? Marty, I don't feel like my knee is killing me, Marty. I ain't standing up today to sing the national anthem to you today, Marty. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. There you go. Um, I, we got the plane in the background, Marty, but I'm not standing up today. I'm, I'm not, I don't have no beef with Canada. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fighting battle war, social justice in Canada. So I'm not sitting for that purpose. I just, my knee is killing me, Marty. So my bad. Shout out to Canada, though. What up? Hey. No worries, no worries. Um, I uh, I was listening to Greg Sussman and you guys the other day, and he was talking about splitting the pot. So yeah. I went to I went to, I made the championship in a couple money leagues, and uh, so I went to the owners and talked to them. So I was like, "Do you guys want to split the pot?" Because I got an eleven year old daughter, so I'm just I trying feel. to get what I can of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, Preaching to the choir, Marty. So I was like, I'm, gonna try to, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to be Sussman Claus out here. Yeah. And then they all they all agreed, so I'm not really, nice. I don't, do you guys think I'm like submitting to it or, but I'm still going to play, still going to play it out. No, but you have, I mean, you but, got you got this far and you have the option and they agree to it. I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel no kind of way about that. I want to, I want to secure as much money as possible. Yeah. That's, and then, I, look, I still want to win, even if I'm splitting it 50-50. Yeah. I still want to win. That hasn't gone away, but right. I, I want to have the money. Doing chops? What up? Chopping the money? Yeah, chopping up the money. money. Yep. See, I, this is what I usually do in my home league a lot, is we'll usually do 40-40 and the extra 20% to the winner. Okay. So that so that's so 60-40? 60-40, yeah. Okay, no, I, I was got my math guy. I, I had to think fast. No, I'm telling you, I sit up here and talk trash all day, but somebody throw some math problem. I'll tell you what, that's exactly how I uh, would do it, too. We'll take a quick break, come back. Hour number two, Fantasy Football Rewind. <laughs>